This podcast is recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. We acknowledge Elders past, present and emerging. Sovereignty was never ceded. Welcome to Spooky Speaks, the podcast where we talk about Ozpole, Globpole and we used to talk about Clubpole, but um, the Clubpole has kind of fallen off a little bit. Um, now we're obviously on the Biden train. It's just kind of inevitable. Um, Club has endorsed him. So, um, yes, this podcast was a kind of a, built as a propaganda tool for the Club Butcher campaign. Um, but we thought we'd keep it going anyway because um, we've been getting a lot of feedback, haven't we, Daddy? Yeah, well, I mean, mostly complaints. Yeah, but that's engagement. That's, uh, you know, we've been touching people's lives. In an irritating way. Yes. Well, this is what I've heard. People mm. have been saying that it sounds like the podcast is recorded through a cheese grater at the bottom of a well. But they've also been saying that it's been smuggled in um, in a Trojan horse. Um, and the Trojan horse, if I, can, if I can understand this meme correctly that I've seen, let me try to explain to you this meme. So we are the Trojan horse. Yes. And the listeners are the citizens of Troy. Right. So they want us. They want our big horse. But it's, in, it's a pretty horse, isn't it? It's a pretty horse when you look at it from face value. But then when you get inside, it's just murderous rage. Yeah. And I think that's a pretty apt description of what we're doing here. I couldn't fight you on that. So that's what the memes... I'm not misinterpreting that meme. No. Well, no. that was a, uh, one of our listeners, uh, Coot, which, um, you know, that's a, that's a name... I mean, my name's Spooky, so what, what can I... Yeah, well, exactly. Who, what, what, are you, what, what the fuck are you playing at? I mean, it might be a silly name, but it's great to chant, and you can't say that it isn't. Spooky, spooky. Yeah, you're right. It's a, it's, been, a, it's a great chanting name. Yes. I mean, normally I'm not being chanted at more. I'm sort of being sort of ushered out of buildings where people say spooky, spooky, like, you know, because I'm doing something spooky, like I've got cobwebs all over my fingers accidentally. Um uh, or, you know, I'm sort of uh, setting something on fire, <laughs> which, you know, is also accidental. It's never on purpose. Yes, well, on the topic of setting things on fire, this is on the other lane of complaint. I've had calls from all kinds of people about locust invasions after your little bit of advice last week. Well, I feel like if you can go to the effort to put um, peanut butter in someone's office, um, then they probably deserve to at least get stage one locusts. Yeah, well, we've got fucking stage two frogs, don't we? Um, yeah, we do. We do have stage two frogs. But, you know, I think they're pretty cute, actually. I mean, have you seen... Uh, one of them looks a lot like Kermit the Frog. It does, but he, he's quite unhappy. He's a bit of a leader, that one, isn't he? Yeah, he's got his little banjo out. He's singing all those songs about... What's that one that he sings? Um, we've got so- the Solidangery Forever? I don't know what he's talking about. Fucking hell. Yeah. Um, Talk, talking about some sort of reunion making them stronger. I mean, are they, were they on some sort of reality TV show? I don't know why they're always talking about the reunion. Yeah. I mean, ever since you took them back from the post office after trying to send them in the post, mm. they've been really on the... What, what did you say the name of the song was again? What song? Maybe you can hum it for us. Oh, uh, uh, it's this little croaky song that they sing. It's, you know, it's like... You think I'd remember it? It's been keeping me up all, all fucking week. All night yeah. they sing it. Yeah. Jesus fucking 
Christ. Demanding their rights. Yeah. But, I mean, like, I brought them home. I didn't have the heart to kill them one by one. 40 to 50 of them. I'm surprised you just didn't leave them in the envelopes. Oh, well, they were croaking so bad. Yeah. I guess they were getting thirsty. Yeah. Well, I suppose they probably wouldn't have made it over to America now that you think about it, because, one, uh, like, you know, most of the ones that I did leave in the envelopes for longer than two hours did... Uh, uh, they they made beautiful graves, and now they're fertilizing the flowers, aren't they? They're getting louder, spooky. Mm. Yeah. Well, uh, I might just I might just I might go close them. I feel like you're upsetting them. Okay. Well, I mean, if my voice upsets them, then I don't know how I could make my voice more palatable to frogs. Well, Do you think I could probably try to... I think to... it's more the content of your messaging than uh, anything else. Well, I want what's best for them. I wanted them to be part of something beautiful, like the, a club victory. You're being very squeaky in your chair there, Daddy. Oh, I'm sorry. Hmm. This yeah. isn't a squeaky... This isn't spooky squeaks. <laughs> so uh, they've, not, um, they've not endorsed the Biden campaign, then? The frogs? Yeah. No, I don't think the frogs have any political leanings either. They're frogs. Notoriously stupid. Right. You ever seen a green tree frog do any maths? Once. Did he get it right? No. Yeah, yeah. that's right. They never carry the one. They do. They always forget. They always forget. Yeah. Anyway, I've heard that you've endorsed the Biden campaign. Well, I've reluctantly endorsed the Biden campaign. Obviously, Klobuchar has endorsed him, which means that uh, I'm still to get word about whether we're continuing the club curses on behalf of Biden. She's been very off the radar. I suppose she's been quite upset by, um, you know, having to effectively drop out and support um, this uh, kind of puppet candidate. But I don't want to call him a puppet candidate because I have to get behind him. Um, you don't sound unhappy about it. Well, let me think about. Let me think. About, let me do my positivity training. Um, that's three things that I like about Joe Biden. Um, well, I really like it when he um, compliments little girls and tells them that they're going to be attractive when they're older, because that's some confidence building there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a really up to date with the times. And another thing I like about Joe Biden is that he he gives some um, children. Uh, $20 to get an ice cream, which is obviously much more than you need for an ice cream, which I think is a, a sneaky move. Yeah. I mean, you used to do that in your campaigns, right? When you were out canvassing. Oh, I just give lots of money away. Yeah. Because mm. it's, um, it's not illegal to give money to voters if you give it away indiscriminately. Right. Yeah. yeah. If you're not just targeting an electorate, if you're just willy-nilly just spreading money. And it doesn't even need to be real money. You can print it yourself. Um, you can just you can give that away, and that's especially even less illegal because it's not real. Right. The fact that it's forged currency it never gotten you into hot water. No, because it's obviously fake. Right. Yeah. So from a scale of like, like sticks to monopoly money, where does where did your fake currency lie? Well, I got it from um, Franco Coso. So instead of all of these sort of uh, historical Australian people, it's all um, the Versace family. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I would like some of that. Yeah. Oh, I'll give you some. I've got, a whole, I've got stacks. Hundreds. Great. 
Yeah, I use, I've been using it for my paper mache ever since you told me that I can't use the toilet rolls anymore. Yes, well, that's been a real problem in the house, isn't it? We're down to the last roll. Well, I used to go through three or four rolls a day doing my paper mache, and now I can't do that anymore. I have to use my fake money. I'm running, I'm running quite low. <laughs> uh, well, I still think it's a better alternative. Yes, well, I miss the carefree days because the toilet paper, there's nothing quite like that fluffy consistency. Yeah. And it burns so well as well. I I did see that truck go up, it's true. I love to see that truck go up because it's just, it's such a combustible material. I really love materiality. You know, I went to art school. Yes, I do remember your brief stint at art school. I love how, you know, different materials react to flame. Um, how you can pulp something up and make it into a completely new consistency. You know, it's all very new material, um, institutional critique. Yes. Uh, I, lo- I love all of that. Yes, well, that classroom critique you did didn't really end well, did it? When I mummified that small boy and set him alight? Yeah. Well, I was trying to um, teach the children about how... Um, um, you know, people used to be punished for being Christians in the Roman Empire, made into human candles. It was a morality lesson. You burn one boy to teach a whole class about, you know, how to be kinder. There's a net gain, I think. Well, do you think there was a net gain? Because I don't, I don't see it. Well, I mean, there was a lot of controversy about it. Got on the Bolt Report. What side was he on? Um, I can't remember what side he was on. Maybe I'll maybe I'll look it up. No, yeah, was it Bolt Report? Boy used his human candle. Oh yes, well, see, he thought it was a um, he thought it was woke activism, so he was against it. Oh. Yeah, but really, I mean, I should write him a letter and tell him that it was not woke activism, but it was actually um, uh, the the activation of being awake. You should really call Pooja Catherine. I reckon she'd, uh, she'd clear, clear the air for you. Mm. Yeah, well, I would get Patricia Carvelis on the phone, but she's famously blocked me. Yes, after you tried to... Hem her trousers, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> well, have you heard there's a recession coming on? I have. Doesn't look good for Spooky Pod. We'll probably have to start cutting a lot of the uh, the bells and whistles. Yes, we've got so many bells and whistles. Yeah, well, we just got that new intro song. I don't know how we're going to pay you for that. You might have to be doing that pro bono. What else do I do pro bono? Mm. But yeah, how's the is the recession going to affect you at all, Daddy? Well, Are you still going to be able to get me the science diet, or are we going to have to go back to my dog? I think we're going to be back to my dog, if uh, particularly if I get quarantined. Oh, no. So if you get quarantined, that means you'll be home all the time, though. Yeah, I guess. Well, that sounds nice. That's what I'm always trying to get you to do. I know, I know. We should spend more time together. I mean, really, we just do the pod and then you're on your way. This is the only time I can really talk to you. And we talk so beautifully. Mm. Yeah. Do you have any uh, any ideas? I mean, obviously, being a former treasurer of Australia, I mean, you famously oh, yes. did not handle the economy that well. Uh, excuse me? How? Did, what did I do to make you think that? Well, I mean, all that embezzlement to try and get the uh, bottle bridge going didn't really go all that well. I mean, but if that bottle bridge got going, we would have used all of the recycled bottles in Melbourne, some in Launceston. Again, I don't know what they drink. I heard it's Mountain Dew. Very backwards people. Sorry about the people from Launceston. Sorry to that place. Um, But 
they really are quite stupid, people of Launceston. Um, sorry for putting you on blast. I'm sure you're very nice. Um, anyway, I have some great ideas about how we can overcome this recession. Would you like to hear them? Yeah, I would love to hear them. All right, so I got this idea from reading um, uh, a copy of The New Yorker. Right. Mm, and they were talking about how there's all these restaurants in New York and all of these um, very sort of bougie, uh, bubble tea places that are opening up and they've got lines around the corner. Right. Mm, and that drives up the interest, um, you know, creates a, a level of, of mystery and beauty. I've seen people queuing for for stuff in Brunswick. I feel like it's already happening here. It's happening here, and I think we need to get that going because, like, what you need really in a recession is to encourage spending, right? Right. You know, economics um, 3.5, am I right? Um, But so what I think is that we should have lines for more basic objects. Right, like? Like bread. Bread lines? Like bread lines, yeah. If we had bread lines, I think that would be really great, don't you think? I think that would really um, encourage consumer confidence. Uh, I mean, I mean, I suppose it's a bit of a throwback. A throwback to what? You know, to the bubble tea. To you know, war rations, etc. Well, no one was alive during the wars. I mean, they all died, and we've got new people, right, after the war. You're right. The bread lines, they're out of the, the cultural... They're out of the culture. I'd never heard about it. Well, what, am I, am I doing something that's been done? Well, it has been done before. Yes, but this will be completely different. It'll be um, making bread sexy again by making it uh, desirable. So is it going to be, like, boutique? Scarce. Like, good bread? Or is it going to be more of like a wonder why kind of situation? I think it would be more of a, like, one loaf a day. Yeah. You could probably, like, pick between, like, maybe rye or white. I reckon I'd line up for a rye. Yeah. Would you line up for a white, though? Probably not. I would. I would line up for a white. Oh, well. And then in the line, you could have sort of, like, you know, conversations with people around the community. You could talk about, you know, Klobuchar, and you could talk about sort of, you know, your hoarding practices and, you know, your, um, your crafts. And it could be a real, um, a real community engagement program as well as an ec- economically uh, stimulant and cromulent exercise. Right. Have you been affected by the recession at all, Spooky? Well, now that you say it, I have a little bit, but I think it's really going to turn around. Oh, yeah? Sales of my books... Um, shot up briefly. Oh, right. That's fantastic. And I thought, yeah, that's really great, right? Yeah. But then I realised that, and this is very hard for me to talk about, and I realised that people were ripping out the pages and using them as toilet paper. I really feel like that would be quite harsh on the bum. What, you said each page was 300 GSM. Yeah. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Fucking paper cuts for days. I can imagine. um, Apparently, one man got his perineum ripped straight off. Oh. Yeah. On page 35, oh, which is some of my a, best music. It's such, yeah, it's such a beautiful passage of absence. It's a great passage. When I do my reading for page 35, I often um, tap, tap my paw down on the table a little bit like that. And I just, you know, continue my silence. But that's when I do the pat. So to, to wipe that kind of um, soul-wrenching content on your perineum, and then to rip it straight off, 
creating a gash between your ball sack and your anus. It sounds quite poetic, Spooky. That wouldn't be in any of my poems. And you know I love poems. I do know that you love a good poem. Mm, There's no bad words in poems. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm not not even going to ask if you have an interview for me this week. I don't. You know I don't. I know. Mm. I know. I've seen you this week. You have not been. I mean, nobody's taken my calls and everyone's locked away for the um, COVID-19 coronavirus. So no one's taking my calls. No one's going out. Tried to have brunch with um, Janine. And you know what she told me? What did she say? Well, her son Corey has been putting his mouth over all the taps at the local primary school. So they've all got coronavirus. And so they were all locked away in the house. They were uh, contained. She won't be happy about that. No, she's very unhappy. She has to do online poker, which she, you know, she, she always, she refers to online poker as, you know, all of the robbery and none of the pizzazz. Yeah, well, I mean, if she's not, like, down a cocktail every 25 minutes, is she really playing poker? Exactly. I mean, that's why she goes... She doesn't go to Crown just to gamble. I mean, she's addicted to gambling, so, you know, it's a good outlet for her. Um, and I, I think, you know, get it where you can. But uh, the online poker, it's really... It doesn't have any of the UDLs, and it doesn't have any of the um, sort of heckling that you can do with the waiters. Yeah, it's really, uh, it's really limiting her life a lot. She's... Um, Living in a small, a small universe of just her and her son Corey. She's not all that terribly fond of Corey, is she? Oh, I mean, you know, no one's really fond of their children. He's been around here a few times. He's a bit of a. What did you think of him when he came over? Uh, well, I mean, he did wipe his like nose on the banister, so he yeah, didn't exactly endear himself. Well, he's yeah, he's got very very small grip on hygiene, hasn't he? I just like, don't understand. Space. A small boy can be so oily. So oily, and you know where that oil comes from? I don't think I want to know. It's ambergris. Where's he getting ambergris? From otters. I mean beavers. From beavers. This is not... What, 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 does Janine have beavers? I don't know where he gets the ambergris, but that's what Janine told me. She said, he's oily like he's covered in ambergris. I'm going to call her about this later. Mm. Well, she'd probably appreciate a call, being locked away as she is. Yeah, she's probably going to fucking spare, right? Mm. Well, I think Married at First Sight is on tonight, so that'll keep her um, happy for a while. Uh, well, yeah. Her and everybody else. Yeah. I mean, a I've, bit of maths. I've never watched it, but... Um, there's I feel no like sh- it'd be really up your alley, Spook. Well, I famously know two hours on it, and you know I don't engage in any um, cultural products that uh, obscure chihuahuas, and they're... Uh, astonishing cultural importance. Yeah, well, that's why you're always just watching Top of the Lake over and over again, hey? I love Top of the Lake. Yeah. yeah I really do. It's a good chihuahua. Oh, it's great. All right, well, in the absence of another interview, mm. um, I've put the feelers out to the listeners. Oh, uh, great. Well, that's what I thought we were doing anyway, so that's yeah. perfect, isn't it? Great. It is. Um, by the way, if you want to have Spooky answer one of your questions, um, you should send us a message or record a on your phone and send it to us as a voice memo. Oh, that'd be great if you could record your voice. Oh, can you? Can we do that? Is that what we're doing now? It's we're giving it a good a good shot. Oh, that's great. Say, but I've never right bottom of a well, etc. Well, I've never listened to it, so and you know, you're responsible for the audio. So if anyone is taking umbrage about the audio quality, know that it is not me, and you should direct all of your anger towards um, Jack Kern, who is my major dad.
Thanks, Spooky. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we put a call out for advice. Um, and what have you got for me this week? Well, somebody has says, uh, please give me advice, Spook, exclamation mark. I like that, please, because that's lost. That's a lost art. Well, it is spelled P-L-S. I don't like that because yeah. that could be like plez. Yes. So okay. should I just say plez? Uh, I don't like, no. Okay, yeah. So it's, please give me advice, spook, exclamation point. Great. My coffee is cold. What should I do? That's the question? That's the question. Oh, all right. Well, um, whenever your coffee's cold, Daddy, um, don't you just sort of put it in your mouth to warm it up? Yeah, I usually just hold it there for 20, 30 seconds. Yeah, I mean, the mouth is a very warm area. Um, if you can just gargle your coffee in there for a little while, and then you could even spit it back out into the cup if you want to enjoy it, like, sip for sip. But I would get the whole coffee amount in there, slush it about, warm it up, spit it back out, baby bird it. Maybe do that three or four times. Then you get yourself a warm coffee. I think that's a good solution. You know they drink coffee out of cat's bums. Who's they? I've heard that it's done. Coffee out of cat's bums. Can you imagine? I suppose it would keep it warm. Inside of a cat, famously hot. I mean, yeah, but yeah, so if you're drinking coffee out of cat's bums, why not drink coffee out of your own mouth? Flawless logic. The system makes sense. (laughs) Well... I have another question. Do you uh, want to hear that? Oh, okay. Yeah. We're going for two for two. Yeah, two for two. I feel like right. you know, we can do a big sort of opening thing. Well, this is great. I'm feeling very generous. So yeah. yeah. Well, this person, uh, they seem to be having some real trouble in their love life. Oh. And I know they're your favorite kind of questions to answer. And who is this person? Uh, Bella is their name. Oh, all right. Hey, Bella. Here's a little shout out from me. I'm giving you a wink for free. It's a good wink, Spooky. Mm. Uh, they're saying, please, Spooky, how do I get over my crush? That is a huge 21-year-old loser. Oh. All right, not a lot of details here. But 21 years old, that's pretty old, isn't it? For a chihuahua, yeah. I mean, but is are they a chihuahua? Or are they? is it a human being or a, or a chihuahua? Is it a lizard? Because if, if it's a lizard, that's very old. I feel like it's a human, Spooky. All right, so for a human, 21 is... Middle-aged? Yeah, roughly. Mm. All right. Well, I feel like people are pretty set in their ways in the middle age, so you probably just need to either dumb yourself down a little bit. I mean, I'm assuming she's a lot younger than 21. Mm. You know, what She's probably like a normal dating age, like eight or nine. You know? I'm not sure about that, Spooky. All right. Well, if you, if you are at a, a ripe age, um, I would say you probably... Just start dumbing yourself down slowly. Um, if you, I mean, if you do want to be with this person, this is. Well, they I mean, this get, is how, this they is, ask me how to get over the crush, spooky. Oh, I completely misunderstood the question. I'm so sorry, Bella. Uh, how to get over? All right. Well, you know how the expression goes: build a bridge and get over it. So I would say, stop focusing on this 21-year-old loser who's probably much too old for you anyway, and focus on building a bridge. You can build a, now, you can build a bridge over many things. You can build a bridge over troubled water, obviously. Yeah? Doesn't even really need to be said. Bad joke, really. Sorry, not my best. Um, you can build a, a bridge 
Um, oh, what's that movie? Um, the Bridge to Terravicia? You're close enough. Uh, anyway, you can build a bridge there. You could also just build a bridge from your bedroom to one of the other rooms in the house. I would suggest the kitchen because I feel like that's where, um, you know, the kitchen's got all of the good snacks and the bedroom's got all of the fluffy pillows. That's really all you need. You can bypass the living room, the hallway, just get that bridge. Yeah, I think that's it. That, that, that's good. You know, back to basics. Yeah. That's, uh, that's really how you strip your life back into common sense. All right. Well, there you go, Bella. That's a project for you in that. Yeah. Probably take your mind off it. Yeah. And I mean, this leads us quite neatly into our, into our next section, actually. Oh, the next section. We, we've, got a little, uh, we've got a little song. Yeah. Uh, so you've been practicing it all week. Do you want to try singing it for me, Spooky? All right. Yeah. Bridging Visa. You're not quite da 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 da. Bridging Visa. How's that? That's what you've been working on all week. Yeah, I've been working on. I've been workshopping that with Janine over the phone. I feel like Janine might have coronavirus. Well, I mean, she probably does because Corey has apparently been kissing her on the mouth while she sleeps. So, <laughs> so that's actually very insensitive. Sorry, Janine. Yeah. She'll be listening to this, you know. Yeah, she will be listening to this. Um, also, Janine, I would say, um, put some money on. The horse, looking it up, um, put money on uh, uh, Joe Biden, the horse. Do you want to give out the jiggle another go? All right, okay, I'll give it another go. Bridging visa, you're not quite there. Bridging visa, I can through the air. All right, Spooky, so uh, I, I thought that was, that was much better. That was much better, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yes, sometimes your critiques um, hurt me, but sometimes they improve me, and sometimes both. All right, well, what, what bridge do you have for, for us today? All right, I have a very special bridge for you today. It's a bridge that you can access if you live in the West Brunswick area, which is very exciting. Yeah, well, do you like it because you live close to it? I like it for many reasons. I like it because I live close to it. I like it because it's a um, guerrilla art um, which I like. I like that there's other animals who are making art that, that are not just humans. Oh. Um, and it's uh, it's pretty spooky, I would say, this bridge. Well, this sounds really right up your alley. Yes. Well, so this bridge is called the Spooky Mask Bridge with the noses chopped off and the eyes all sprayed bridge across the Merry Creek. Oh, wait, no, it's not the Merry Creek, is it? No, it's the... Uh... The Mooney Ponds, Mooney Ponds Creek, right? The Mooney Ponds Creek. Oh, okay, cool. All right, so it's it's called the um, Spooky Head Bust, Nose Cut Off, Eye Sprayed Bridge Across the um, Mooney Ponds Creek. Right. And nobody knows how it got made. Well... Some say it appeared I, I, overnight. Um, I, I know. What? The council approved it. The news story thing The council it. approved this bridge? Yeah. Did they see how, how funky it looked? I guess not. All those perpendicularly. I mean, it's pretty, it's spunky and funky. It is spunky and funky. No, no council would approve. I mean, the council wouldn't approve my bridge that was reusing household waste 
to create a beautiful functional bridge from Melbourne to Launceston, but they do approve a bridge with intentionally spooky masks that I've interviewed several children who said that made them cry on their national walk. Well, <laughs> you say this, but I feel like the art that you've proposed to put on the bottle bridge is probably would have been more terrifying. I proposed some beautiful sculptures on that bridge. I was going to work with the natural environment and encourage seagulls to sort of defecate on the bridge, creating sort of guano sculptures. It was going to be a fascinating ecosystem on that bridge. Yeah, you're a real eco-warrior, Spooky. I am an eco-warrior. You so, know why? Because we all have... We don't get a planet C. We get, we get a planet B, though. Well, Mars is a planet B, oh, famously. Right. Yeah, I suppose too much further out than that, it gets a bit unpleasant. Yeah, right? but I'm not going to go to Mars if they offer it to me. Are you? Not a fucking chance. Did you get the email? I did. Oh, you got the email as well. I got the email, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, I turned it down. Yeah, yeah, I sent it back to them as well. That might be a nice poll to do on the spooky um, Instagram is, um, how many people got this email being offered to go to Mars? And who accepted it? Because I don't know if our sort of uh, broadcasting power will make it all the way to Mars. So if we have a lot of listeners there, they might have to pre-record it. Oh, yeah. Oh, we'll or, pre- to... or pre-download it. Yeah, well, if people have... I mean, I've, I've heard that they're going to send some people. Maybe we can make them a care package to go with them. Mm. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah, so if um, if you are going to Mars, let us know um, what can we give them. Um, you, you're talking about a care package, right? Yeah. All right, we've got this old debit card that um, is in the drawer. Uh, it's it was expired on the tenth of two thousand nineteen. Um, give you that, and there's a, a USB that could have anything on it. Are you sure you want to give them that USB, Spooky? First person to write in, you get an expired debit card and a USB full of probably useful information. Well, the, when they open it on Mars, they'll they won't miss Earth. I think they'll be very happy to have some content on Mars because, I mean, I don't know if there's any podcasters going into Mars. I've, you know, I've been speaking to Joe Rogan and he said that he got the email as well, but he's not going because they don't have, um, uh, they don't have the, um, isolation chambers set up for him yet. All right. That's a good excuse. Mm. All right. Well, Spooky, um, what's up for your week ahead? Oh, my week ahead. All right. Well, obviously there's, you know, Primary coming up on Wednesday, which oh, yeah. I guess with this Super pod, Tuesday version too. This yeah. pod will be out by then, probably. So here's hoping that um, I don't know Joe Biden slips on some ice and Klobuchar has to take over for him, but uh, that's probably pretty unlikely. It's pretty unlikely, I would say. And uh, you know the obviously the frog curse didn't uh, work out, so I have to start on the fourth curse. Um, which, uh, remind me again, do you remember what the fourth curse was, the biblical fourth curse? No, I can never remember. No, I can never remember either. So, I mean, I guess I'll be researching that and trying to make that happen. Um, what else have I got on? Well, you know, there's, um, obviously some prepping that we should be doing. Yeah? Mm. What kind of things are you going to have in your bug bag, Spooky? Oh, my bug bag. Um, so obviously I'm going to be bugging out rather than bugging in. 
because when the shit hits the fan, I'm going to be hell out of here, chihuahua on the road. Chihuahuas are notoriously um, good survivalists. Right. Much like truffle pigs, we can uh, sniff out a snack in the forest very uh, easily. I've seen you got the kitchen floor, I believe this. Yeah, so all I'm going to take in my bug bag is um, I'm going to take my cloak of destiny. Right. Um, I'm going to take my uh, collar. Um, I'm going to take um, three or four um, kibble bits of my dog. And I've got, um, what else have I got? I've got uh, a little um, spray with uh, which has rose water in it because right. I'm gonna, you know be oh, refreshed and yeah. smell great, yeah. Um, and then some paracord for choking a man to death if I need to do that. That's excellent, Spooky. Mm. What have you got in your bug bag? I haven't made one. Oh well, what would you put in it if you did? Would you put me in there? Yeah, I think I'd put you in there, Spooky. Oh, well, that's great. Yeah, because then. My bug bag would be pretty redundant because so, well, I'd be in your bug bag. I mean, I need somebody who's capable of, you know, using some cord to strangle a man if I get into trouble because I know oh, that yeah. I wouldn't do that. And you know I can hem a trouser and I can also munch through a rope. So if you get tied up, I can do a little manoeuvre. Yeah, you're a real apocalypse asset, aren't you? I am an apocalypse asset. Oh. I can dig a small hole. Might be useful. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, I don't know. What have you got for the week ahead? Oh, you know, Spooky, I'm just teaching away. Mm -hmm. Lots of small children. Got to tell them about how sex and gender change the world. Oh, that's right. Teaching them about butt sex and, yeah. you know, all of the sort of perverts that made progress happen. Yeah, mm. that's right. Oh, well, that's lovely. I love all, all the perverts out there. Here's one for you. All right, Spooky. Well, I guess that's probably it for this week. That is it for this week. Well, um... Do you want to... Can you hear that? What is it? Is it the frogs? I think it's the frogs. Yeah, what are we going to do about these frogs? I'll deal with them later. Do you want to just close it out for a, with a poem? All right, well, yeah, but... Uh, should we tell them first that they should be sending their um, um, regards and accolades and also their questions to... Spooky Sue stories at Instagram.com. Yeah, I guess so. All right, please do that. Um, all right, and then um, here is my poem of the week. All right. Here is the deepest secret nobody knows. Here is the daddy of the daddy and the nug of the nug, and the pup of the pup and the bridge called Bottle Bridge, which sinks lower than a dad can hope to go, or a bone can hide. And this, the bridge that keeps my legs flailing and apart as my tummy rubs. Great spook, palm spooky. They get better every week. They're exactly at a level every week, actually. I intentionally keep them to be um, at a acceptable high level of poetry well if you like the pod rate subscribe etc it's all really important that would be great otherwise we won't be able to do it anymore because if you don't love us then we'll just go away yeah we're not going to nag you well, what do you reckon spooky i reckon we'll probably just see them in heaven see you in heaven <laughs>